Hey y'all, my name is CJ Kapilar and welcome to episode two of Listen and Learn, the LER podcast. Continuing with the theme from our first episode, today you'll be hearing more double Illini interviews with my fellow LER students. Now, if you didn't hear in the last episode, make sure to give that episode a listen, but being a double Illini means they attended UIUC for undergrad and chose to come back for grad school to attend LER. Today, you'll hear Bryce and Hallie talk about transferring to UIUC during undergrad, changing their majors, and what ultimately led them to LER. My first guest on this episode is Bryce, a second semester from Northbrook, Illinois. He graduated from UIUC with a bachelor's in communications with minors in political science and psychology. Throughout his time at UIUC, he was a member of Theta Chi fraternity and served in multiple executive board positions, such as the chapter's secretary, social chairman, public relations chairman, and a member of the standards board. He was also involved with UIUC's affiliated Planned Parenthood organization. Now, in his time in LER, he serves as a LER ambassador on the Student Recruitment Board, or SRB. In Act 1 of this episode, You'll hear Bryce speak on topics such as his personal connections that led to his interest in LER and labor relations, transferring from American University and changing his major from political science to communications, and the differences in his experiences in undergrad versus LER. All right, hello. Uh, My name is Bryce Balanick. I am currently a second semester student at LER. I am from Northbrook, which is a northern suburb of Chicago. Um, I went to UIUC for undergrad, and um, I majored in communication and minored in political science and psychology. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Bryce. <laughs> okay, so when, when did you graduate from UIUC? So I graduated after this past spring, um, so spring of 2022. I did a fifth year, so I'm a year older than most of the people in our cohort um, who came directly out of undergrad. Um, I was originally, like, I graduated high school in 2017. Um, But yes, I came directly to LER from undergrad. Why did you major in communications? So that was kind of a journey. Um, I originally came to UIUC majoring in political science. I actually, I went to a school before UIUC. I went to American University in Washington, D.C. Um, mm. my freshman year and then transferred to UIUC. Um, but both places I was admitted as a political science major. And um, I took a couple communication courses for some gen eds, and I discovered I really liked the Department of Communication. I liked the professors. I liked my classmates. I thought that um, the content I was learning through the communication department was very relevant and and useful. and I didn't enjoy my political science courses quite as much, so I bumped political science down to a minor and completed that minor and then changed my major to communication. And when around, what was the time frame of that, of you changing your major and stuff? That, I didn't, I didn't officially submit the paperwork to change my major until senior year, although I was already um consulting the Department of Communication with with advisors um, and and still on that academic track, probably starting junior year. How did you hear about LERI? I know you have kind of an interesting association with past alumni from here as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. So 
the first I heard of LER was my pledge dad in my fraternity or like equivalent to like a big or something. Um, and his name's Alex. And um, he came straight out of undergrad to LER. So he was still on campus. He's a year older than me, but he was still on campus um, my senior year in this program. Um, and so he would, you know, when I would see him, he would, he would just tell me about the things that, that he was doing, the things he was learning, um, you know, talked a little bit about recruitment, stuff like that. And then also, um, working at Legends on campus, um, I made another friend also, his name is Alex, but different guy, <laughs> um, who was already in the program. And so again, I, and him and I became very close. And so again, I, I would hear about this program through him. So it was really, I had two connections, close connections to the program. Okay. And what did they tell you or what did you learn about LER that really piqued your interest of, oh, this is actually a good option for me? Yeah, I had never learned or heard of LER, um, before just knowing the the personal connections i've i've passed by this building so many times during undergrad <laughs> and had no idea that it existed um but they really I, I wasn't really familiar with the field of hr like i'd heard of it but i didn't know what it really meant um and one day alex from theta chi sat me down and just like you know just we, we had a, a serious talk about the um the skills that go into HR, such as just like empathy, reading people, interpersonal communication skills, analytical skills, things like that. And he was also just telling me about some of the classes and the things he was doing in classes. Um, I've always been interested in labor and workers issues. Um, my step-grandpa he just retired, but for a long time he was a field service director for um a teacher's union that serves the western suburbs of Chicago. Mm -hmm. And um, I have a lot of public school teachers in my family, so I also just through them was hearing about labor issues, union issues, stuff like that. And so it's always like the things that I've been hearing about, and and I thought they were really cool. Um, I also just have a personal interest in, in politics, which sort of connects to, to labor as well. So I thought getting a formal education in that would be um, really cool. Yeah. So speaking of your background in like political science and communications or major, how do you think those skills or knowledge transferred into HR? I really the the transition was a lot smoother than I would expect because I know people think of HR as like a more businessy type field, which it is. Um, but I think a liberal arts education does give skills that are very that, that apply well to this program, like the critical thinking skills, the communication skills, knowing how to write, um, I think, and and still knowing how to, like, read research and, and analyze research, too. Um, I know we're not a super research-based program, but a lot of our courses still take a look at some, um, you know, scholarly journal articles. Mm -hmm. And so I think coming in with that experience and that background, also just understanding social issues, understanding how people think, how people communicate, how they distribute power. Um, I think those that's all very relevant to, to workplace issues. Kind of transitioning more towards entering or accepting your offer with LER. Did you ever take a tour or visit LER before you officially accepted or even after you accepted, before you started? 
No, I had never taken a tour of LAR. I did, you know, attend some like the virtual info sessions and things like that. And I've been in communication with Becky. Um, my biggest introduction probably to LER and the students was, um, Alex, my coworker would take me to a lot of TNPs, um, Mm -hmm. the spring of 2022. Yeah. The fall and the fall of 2021 and spring of 2022, Mm -hmm. um, he would always take me with to TNP. So I would get to meet a lot of people who were already in LER and they would also talk to me just about professors, courses, the things they were doing. Um, so it was really nice too. I came into this program already knowing several people mm-hmm. um, and having those social connections. So that was great. Um, but that was kind of my, my biggest introduction to LER is kind of talking to these people in a more social or less formal setting. What was your decision-making process to accept LER what did it look like did you were you hesitant at all to stay at UIUC longer or were you like oh yeah I love this place I'm staying here forever so yeah I mean full disclosure I struggled in undergrad um one of the reasons I'm so grateful for LER is just the amount of resources and guidance I've received here I'm in a much better position than I was but I struggled in undergrad so I really had a hard time deciding to actually even go to grad school period I was like you know do I really want to continue my education um Mm -hmm. will the results of grad school be any better than my undergrad and and ultimately Ultimately, I'm really glad I did so because this was kind of like a redemption for me. I got to like restart, like, you know, um, start fresh. I really struggled during COVID with with academics and the online schooling. So just getting to, to, to start over with everything was was really awesome. Um, but I did consider, um, you know, deferring my acceptance um, for a semester and starting as part of the spring cohort. Mm-hmm. Um but I ultimately, you know, decided that that mentally I was I was ready to come to LER. So I joined in the fall and I'm I'm very glad I did. Um, I also applied to the health administration program here at UIUC. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get accepted, but um, but that's OK. I honestly like my top choice was LER anyway. So like <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, and yeah, I thought that given that I kind of struggled in undergrad, I thought that it would be an easier transition to grad school to stay on a campus that I'm already familiar with, um, that I already have a social network established here. And I'm really glad I did because I do, even though I did struggle during undergrad, I do still love UIUC and Champaign and the campus community. Um, so I'm, I'm happy with my decision and I think it has made the transition to grad school a lot, a lot more smooth for me. Yeah. What do you think are important factors or differences between your undergrad experience and what LER provided you? It's really, with, with LER, the the support is there, like, as long as you even reach out halfway, like, the support is there, and, and it's really, everyone wants you to succeed and it's honestly like it's difficult to to fail in any aspect in in LER all the professors are so kind so understanding um very flexible with the recruitment process I mean recruitment is uh, don't get me wrong like as as we all know it's very intense and stressful but Mm -hmm. it's also incredible to have these companies coming to our building to talk to us like we don't even need to go to a career fair like these are people from very high level companies so that's that's really all to say that um 
there's there are just so many more resources it's so much more personal like i get to like say hi and wave to the dean as she walks by <laughs> i mean that is never something i got to do when i was in the college of las in undergrad and not that you know professors in undergrad weren't nice but it's just like a lot of the classes were larger it just was not quite as personal um i found it was a lot easier to to really slip through the cracks and along with the the support that comes from the faculty and staff here what else would you say is a major selling point for, let's say, double Illini that have gotten the offer for admission from LER and they're teetering on whether they should accept or not? Um, I would say, number one, it is extremely practical. I mean, the internship and job placement in this program is phenomenal. People walk out with these really nice jobs with, with pretty prominent companies mm -hmm. um and so i think like like personally i mean i was a communication major communication majors are not known for making a whole ton of money um and 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 are known to you know i think have a little bit of difficulty navigating the job market sometimes depending on the labor market um so this program is very practical you you will i mean it's 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 pretty it's a lot easier to get a job through this program than mm -hmm. it would have been um if uh if if I had just gone into the labor market straight out of undergrad, sort of connecting to that, um, the professional development is is really that was huge for me. I did not have a, a very good resume. Um, I never been through a professional interview, and I really didn't know like what networking meant. I didn't even have a LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the LinkedIn, that was that was a scary hurdle for me to get over. I don't know why I, th I thought of that website is so scary. Um, it's not. It's okay. But, um, but that was just, like, turning me into someone who can sell myself and can obtain a, a job in a, in a real company. I mean, a, a professional company is, is really nice. Um, and so that, that was really important. All of the, all of the interview workshops that were done, um, Brian looking over our resumes using big interview stuff like that. Those are really cool, um, things that, that LER has to offer that, that developed me as a person. Um, and then third, I would say I just, the, the flexibility and the variety in the courses that we take. I know there are some other HR programs, um, and not that other HR programs aren't great, but but a lot of them I think are are more there's 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 less flexibility or room to to personalize your mm -hmm. your courses. Um, and in LER, I mean, we have uh, you know uh, requirements that are set out for us, but we really also get to pick courses that we think will develop us and, and make us more well-rounded HR professionals. Um, so for example, and, and I know I was just talking to you about this, I, I mean, my compensation course, I knew nothing about compensation coming mm -hmm. into, into this program. Um, and so getting to learn about that has been awesome because, I mean, I come from a liberal arts background, so getting to also participate in some concrete sort of more business-type courses. I'm also in, like, a high-performance work systems course that that's been exposing me to just sort of some, like, business terms and lingo that I was not exposed to before, and I think those are very practical no matter where you go. Um, I, I, if I could just add on one, one more thing, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. HR is, is like, like, this degree is so 
it's you're, you're I'm specializing what I did in undergrad, but it's still so broad, like human human resources and um, and industrial relations. I mean, there's there are a lot of different things that you could do with that degree. Um, I know that this program funnels a lot of people toward corporate HR, and I think that that's totally fine. But there are also other options that you could do, too, if you want to work for the public sector and the government, if mm-hmm. you want to work for you know, I, I could go do HR in like a, a hospital or something because I was I was thinking of doing health administration. I think, you know, this connects yeah. well to that, too. So there's just different sectors, of the labor force you could go into as well. Yeah, totally. Totally. Do you have like a favorite moment or memory with LER in LER with LER people? I would say, so it was really funny. Um, we did our case competition for, mm. um, you know, during orientation. And that was just orientation was, was like a very stressful time for me. I get I get a lot of anxiety when I'm going into new experiences. Yeah. Um, and so just, you know, hearing all of these, all of this information about LER, about the classes that are coming, about internship recruitment, like I was very like overwhelmed. And then we had this whole case competition too, um, where we were asked to sort of come up with ideas for a very real HR issue. Um, it was with, it was through Lear and um and I was like I I was thinking to myself I was like oh my gosh I I I just came out of you know undergrad in communication like what am I going to know about a real (laughs) HR issue that like real HR professionals are are having trouble solving um and it turned out that our group won the case competition (laughs) because of an idea that I came up with which I thought was just so funny um it was great. Like it was, it just made, it made me so happy, but it was so funny. Cause my group was like, Oh my gosh, like our presentation isn't even that good. Like it, this has been like such a dysfunctional and like disorganized uh, past couple days. Like, let's just like submit something. So we have it. And then we ended up winning. So I thought that that was a really cool experience. Um, and that was with, um, I was with Mackenzie ADP reigning, um, and Shenyi. I think that was, that was the group that I was in. Nice. Right. And last couple questions. So what do you wish you knew before you came to LAR, if anything? I am, I'm, I'm a perfectionist sometimes where like, I'm, I'm very hesitant to, to take risks for fear of failing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wish I sort of knew, like, just like do things like it's really like I was sort of saying before, it's difficult to, to fail in LER because everyone wants you to succeed. And as long as you use your resources, like you can, you can get yourself to a point where you, you could succeed. So, you know, I wish I, I had known before, like to just not be hesitant, like go out, go ahead, put yourself out there. Like it's really okay. The professors value the input that you have. The recruiters value the things you have to say and the questions that you have. Mm. That's good advice. Speaking of advice, oh well, what advice would you give to graduating Illini considering going into HR or specifically LER? Um, I would say that it's really if you were able to succeed in undergrad and you would like to 
really specialize and, and tailor your undergraduate education further um, and would like to spend another couple semesters here at UIUC, just go for it. Um, I mean, this this program is, well, first of all, the transition, as I was saying before, was was uh, a lot easier than, than I thought it would be and a lot smoother than I thought it would be going from undergrad to grad school. Um, and you already know the campus, you're already comfortable with the campus. It's, it's really, and this, and this program is, is awesome. I, I really, I don't, I, I was really second guessing my choice to stay in Champaign, my choice to, to go to grad school. And I don't regret a single thing. Um, I'm really happy I did this and, you know, I know people have mixed feelings about Champaign and if you end up, you know, it's three more semesters. So it really, it flies by. It absolutely it really flies does by. fly by. Yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, I personally like champagne, but, um, it's, it's, uh, I think it's a really good decision. It's very worth your time, very worth your investment. Well, thank you so much for joining me. My second guest on this episode is Hallie, a second semester from Chicago, Illinois. She graduated from UIUC with a bachelor's in industrial organizational psychology and a minor in leadership studies. Throughout her undergraduate career at UIUC, she was a member of FIMU sorority, serving as her chapter's diversity and inclusion chairwoman, and as an Illini transfer ambassador. Currently in LER, she serves as one of the LER Wellness Committee's co-presidents. In Act 2, you'll hear Hallie speak on topics such as her experience transferring from two schools before coming to UIUC, how she switched from majoring in theater and dance to IO psychology, and her change in perspective on grad school. My name is Hallie Spilarich, and I am a second-time UIUC student. I graduated with my bachelor's in IO psychology and a minor in leadership studies in May of 2022, and I'm currently a second-semester student in LER. Hi, Hallie. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today. Hi, CJ. So let's get right into it. Let's talk about your undergrad experience at UIUC. So you studied IO psychology. Yeah. So what, what led you to IO psychology as a major? So my college experience as an undergraduate student is actually kind of complicated. So mm -hmm. I went to two different universities before I transferred to U of I. Mm -hmm. And it is, well, for a lot of different reasons, but I originally started off as a theater and um, dance major. Mm -hmm. So I was really into musical theater and I was set on performing. That was my goal. Um, so I went to my first school. I didn't like it. Um, then I went to my second school, also didn't like it. And so then I was kind of like really disappointed and just really struggling to figure out like who I was and where I was going to mm -hmm. go, what I was going to do. Everyone had kind of hyped up college for me to be like, oh, these are going to be the best four years of your life. And during my first year, I felt like I just failed twice. Mm. So I went to community college and I like just took some time to figure it out. I still wanted to do theater, um, but I knew that I wanted a second major and I didn't really know what that was yet. I started doing psychology, but I knew I didn't want to be a therapist. So mm -hmm. that was kind of difficult. But then like the pandemic hit and then I was like, oh my gosh, I 
really don't want to be poor (laughs) during a pandemic. Um, So that was really scary since my goal after graduating college was going to be to just kind of go start auditioning everywhere and seeing what I could do, like how I could survive. I really wanted to give it a full shot. And then I decided, oh, like, that's not really smart in the climate right now, especially Mm I'm happy I made that switch during COVID because a lot of people are like, oh, it's just going to like go back to normal soon, but it really hasn't for a lot of performance. Mm -hmm. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to focus on my main kind of path and then I will always have theater as a part of my life. I still ended up coming to U of I as an acting major in their bachelor's of fine arts, but I like really just learned that that wasn't the program for me mm-hmm. just because it would have taken an ac- me an extra like year and a half to graduate. Mm. So then I f- was going through all the different areas of psychology that we have here and trying the ones that were interesting to me. I did behavioral neuropsych, um, like cognitive psychology, all these different functions, but a lot of them were research-based and really science-involved and kind of like lacking on the people Mm-hmm. But again, I didn't want to do therapy. So like that was kind of yeah. the path. And then I was like, okay, I'll give IO psychology a shot. Like it in, seems interesting. And it was kind of my last like option for a path that I might want to do. So I was like, okay, I really hope this works out. And luckily I ended up really loving those classes. They were just really interesting connecting business and the people yeah. behind it and talking about those theories and all the research about how to motivate employees and just different stuff like that, seeing how we react in the workplace and different um, like retention strategies and things like that. So that was really interesting to me. And a lot of the people in IO psychology do end up going to get their master's in human resources. Mm-hmm. And it's really common for the um, like either IO PhD students or the LER PhD students to teach some of those upper level IO psychology classes. Oh. So we would have people from LER go and speak in classes sometimes just as a guest lecture so they could talk about who they are, what they're doing. And that is when I, okay, I kind of (laughs) was, I wanted to be different. I didn't want to be like everyone else at U of I. Mm. That's kind of one of the reasons I didn't come to U of I at first because a lot of people from my high school went from high school to U of I and I was like I want to be different I don't want to be like everyone else like (laughs) I'm gonna go somewhere new and so I kind of still had that mindset my senior year and I was like I'm gonna get my PhD like I'm gonna be different I'm gonna be like that one person and I'm gonna have my PhD and it's gonna be so cool and whatever and I remember sitting in this class and like having someone from LER talking about the program and I was like oh, it's just like the program that everyone goes to after Uh. you graduate from IO psychology. And then at the end, I was like, why aren't you getting your PhD? Like, what was your reasoning behind picking your master's? Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh my, like, I mean, it really is like less school for the same amount of money. PhD is like obviously a lot of work. And that's something I knew, but I was like, oh, I'm going to make more money than like what I would if I just got my master's. So I decided, okay, like you're like, your ego is getting too big. You need to like step (laughs) back. Like you're not just like the same as everyone who like goes from IO psychology to LER. Like 
it's okay. Like you're going to do what's best for you. And like that, this is the best program for that. So that was really what like got me into LER and like what changed my like idea about it Mm. because I was just kind of worried that it was like the basic thing to do, but it really isn't. And honestly, I'm so happy I made that decision. (laughs) Yeah. Is that the first time you heard, is that how you heard about LER for the first time? Yeah. So it's definitely just like talked about a lot, like in our classes, like all the professors are always like, who's applying to LER, like at the beginning of every class type thing, when we had those upper level IO psychology classes and like everyone would raise their hand, but that was like the real like first time I heard from someone in the program. I do know someone who just graduated in December, Kelly Smith. She was in my Mm. sorority, an Mm. undergraduate. Um, So I knew her, but she was still kind of new to the program. So I didn't know a lot about the program from her. So this was, I think it was probably a third semester at the time who was talking to us my first semester of senior year. So they like kind of really knew the program and were giving the rundown about how it is and how they're like really benefiting from it. Yeah. Do you, would you say that that one guest speaker, that current speaker, that current student that went to your class to talk about LER, was that the defining moment where you were like, yes, LER is for me? Or was it later down in the road that you made that decision? Um, so it was definitely, I remember like walking out of that class and I was like, okay, my whole like future plan is wrong and I need to fix it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily like, okay, LER is the thing for me, but it was like, I like, am not getting my PhD. Like I should just get my master's. And so I started looking into master's programs then. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't want to just not like do the research behind schools and stuff. And I knew this was a really good program, but I wasn't, I didn't have any of the data really. So I wanted yeah. to look into that, see if there were any other schools that might be a good fit. But looking back, I mean, yeah, I definitely probably knew then that I was going to stay here just because I only did have two years here at U of I and getting this college experience was something that I really wanted and out of life just in general. So staying here and being like with my friends who are still from undergrad just has kind of helped extend my undergraduate life kind of, even though I'm still in grad school right now. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that. So you knew a student at the time, but she was just mm-hmm. getting started. But did you have any other interactions with students in the program before? Or, like, did you visit or do a student lunch? No. So I just, um, once I did the research and I was like, okay, this is, like, a really good program. My friends were mo- are mostly were mostly juniors, so they're seniors now. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, a couple friends who I was living with, like, going into grad school mm-hmm. this year. And so I was like, okay, like, staying here at Illinois would be great. It's a good program. I'm going to apply if it doesn't work out. Like, oh, that's that's going to be a tough one because I just <laughs> only applied here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was just kind of so certain that, like, everything was going to work out. So I was like, I'm just going to apply. I didn't really know, like, about the student lunches and stuff like that. Um, Someone mentioned it to me like once, but it just kind of like was in passing. Mm -hmm. And so I never like emailed anyone about that, but honestly, like I'm, I just knew that this was what I needed to do and what was best for me. And I'm happy that it all worked out. Yeah. Do you, do you, now that you're in your second semester ish of LER, 
Is there anything that you wish you knew or that you wish you learned in that time period before coming here? I mean, I definitely wish that I like met with faculty and like kind of the people involved just because I remember orientation. It was like literally the first day I had like Googled map LER Mm. and (laughs) like even just stepped into the building. So I was like, okay, I feel like, and then when other people were like, oh yeah, like I got a tour from Nell or like Brian or like this faculty member, I was like, oh my gosh, like why didn't I do that? Like that would have been so smart. Mm. But I mean, maybe that would be something that I wish like would have been offered to me by like, cause I heard it from someone else who was applying. Mm. That's how I like found out about the lunches before um, coming, like, actually hearing more about it like during my application process someone told me about it and I'm just also like very shy when I first meet new people so the idea of reaching out being like hey will you take me to lunch or like (laughs) can you give me a tour I was just like oh I don't that just seems like a lot yeah yeah I get that I did not do a tour I mean I was also out of state yeah (laughs) I didn't do a tour I knew nothing about LER before I came here I kind of was just winging it no same (laughs) I was like, please. But it worked out. We're we're good. Yeah. We're, and we're in good places. So it worked out for us. Okay. So you came into UIUC a little later in your undergraduate mm-hmm. career, but you got to experience those two previous institutions and UIUC. How do you think your experience at LER compares to those experiences? Like what are major differences? Oh my gosh. I want to say that this past year, like these past two years specifically of my life have been like the best that they've ever been so far. Um, Unfortunately, like one of the reasons that I was at two schools before was because I was in like a really toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's something that like had a really like negative effect on my life. Just like, um, like having to transfer schools, but also like just mentally, I was kind of really going through it. So, and like taking that year at community college was me just like kind of figuring myself out and like kind of rebuilding myself back up. So, and then like the, my first year here, it was COVID. So I didn't have a lot of friends. Like there were no in-person classes. You couldn't like go, I couldn't meet people in the sorority that I just joined really because of all the rules and there could only be 15 people and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. it was definitely like it, that, that wasn't a bad year. It just wasn't one of like the best ones. Yeah. I would say like, it was fine. Like I like survived, but truly like the life that I've had here is just like, it's what I like dreamed of in high school when I was like, I'm going to live the college experience. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to get those friends. I'm going to get that education I'm going to like leave college with a job and like for a long time, that's something I didn't think was going to happen when I first started college because I was like really struggling. Mm -hmm. So I'm just so happy that everything worked out. And obviously like deep down, I like knew that it was going to work out. I was never the type of person to give up on stuff like that. So it was really just like, I knew it was going to happen, but it just felt like it was never going to happen. So now that it does like, I don't know. I wish I could just tell myself like that, that it was going to be okay. And like, Mm -hmm. cause it just really, I like felt truly just like kind of like a failure. Just like people told me it's going to be so much fun. Like you're going to kill it. And then I was like, that's not what I'm doing. But these past two years I've been like 
this is me killing it. Like, yeah, I, I got my undergrad degree. I'm getting my master's degree. Like, I'm rocking it and I'm mm-hmm. living my best life. <laughs> and I just like truly love it here so much. Like, and that's part of the like, I didn't want to leave. I wasn't done. I only had really one year of student life without COVID. Mm-hmm. And even like that, like my senior year, we were still wearing masks in class, which is like not a big deal, but it was like, it's still a different experience in class with yeah. not having to wear masks. And, but like, thank God the social life picked up last year. And so that kind of made up for a lot of lost time. Mm. Okay. Okay. So what, what would you say is your favorite aspect or like part of LER? Oh, <laughs> there's so much that I love about this program. I think one, obviously the connections that we get out of this program are amazing. The amount of people that I've talked to and that I've just been really open to giving me advice and talking to me just about what I'm like going through, whether that was during recruitment or classes, like just feeling that people, I have people looking out for me if I need help. Mm -hmm. And like, if I need to reach out to someone that I met once at a recruitment event, like that they'll be willing to set up a Zoom and talk to me or something like that is just super amazing. I love the classes and the faculty. I've never had better professors in my life. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. truly just, I they care so much about what they're teaching. They care so much about the students, which I just feel like isn't true for all programs. And mm-hmm. I'm really thankful for that. And honestly, I really love this, uh, like other students in our cohort um, yeah. and in the program right now. I was definitely worried that it was going to be kind of cutthroat during recruitment and like mm-hmm. claws were going to come out. Like everyone wants the best offer. Everyone wants to work at whatever company. Like I was worried, but honestly, like I felt so like supported by other yeah. people. And I felt like there wasn't a time where someone was like looking down upon someone else really just like whether they took the offer that maybe they wanted or, mm. Um, if they needed help, I felt like people were there to help, which was just super nice. And like, everyone was so encouraging. And when someone got an offer that, and you didn't, it wasn't like a, wow, like I should have gotten that offer over someone else. It's really just like, I'm so happy for you. Like, obviously they probably wish they had gotten an offer, but it's not like they wish they got the offer over you. Mm. And Mm -hmm. I felt like that was something that like I noticed and it was really nice. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. All right. Um, Kind of changing topics. What would you say, do you have like a favorite moment or memory or lesson that you've learned while your time in LER? Um, I mean, I definitely, like, I think I took a lot away from the recruitment cycle. Mm -hmm. Um. I was told by like people, I mean, like everyone talks about this, I feel like Nell and Brian, like it takes time for some people and like some mm-hmm. people are going to get their offers right away, but like it is still like a hard thing to go through and like it's like difficult, especially like if you don't get that offer right away and like that's, I don't know like what the numbers are or whatever, but I feel like that was a majority of people. And I mean, it eventually whittled down and then like everyone got an offer, but I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to get an offer and it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. 
And I wanted to like have that confidence in myself. Like, Oh, I'm going to get an offer right away. Like it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I have like decent interviewing skills. Um, Like whenever I've done like mock interviews, like I've gotten good reflection, like feedback points on what I talk about. So I was like, I'm kind of set. Like I feel confident in myself. I like will get an offer right away. And that's something that didn't happen for me, which was also like a struggle point just because I was like, I'm so happy everyone's getting an offer, but like, why is no company interested in me? Mm. Like, I felt like I like have the grades. I have the drive. I like don't really give negative, get negative reviews like from work. And like, so I was just kind of confused. I was like, why isn't this happening? Yeah. And it just like all works out in time. And that like really sucks to hear. But it's just, like, everything, like, will be okay. There are so many companies that, like, still need interns that haven't started the hiring process yet. And, like, one of – I, like, ended up getting two offers when um, they rolled in. And I still had some, like, final interviews to go through after I got those offers. But I was, like, I wanted um, the company that I chose. So I, I, like, turned away those other – like final interviews but Mm -hmm. just knowing that like it does come like felt really good and like I'm really happy with the offer I'll be in carrier with carrier this summer in Charlotte North Carolina so I'm really excited about that and they like just happened to align with a lot of the things that I agree with and I remember the interview it was with an alum and because she's going to be my like manager this summer Mm -hmm. and It wasn't even talking about, like, my experience. We just kind of started talking about, like, I don't know. I, like, remember just giving my hot take on compensation. And I was, (laughs) like, there should be just, like, this pay transparency. And, like, in an ideal world, like, everyone would just get over themselves and, like, Mm -hmm. understand why they're getting paid what they're paid so we can all, like, know this and, like, make sure that there isn't discrepancies Mm -hmm. in pay and, like, just being able to talk with her about that, like, connecting. I, like, never had that with any other, like, company. Yeah. And it was something just really natural, which I enjoyed because a lot of the times it feels like you're putting on a show. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, while I really did want an offer, I was, like, I want to, like, be with the company that like I actually want to be with that like if they if I do get offered full time like that I will want to go there if everything works out over the summer yeah like I my mom like has worked for the same company like her whole career and I just think that's like kind of cool and I kind of like want to have that loyalty and like Mm -hmm. I understand like yeah like that might not happen but I don't want to just like pick a company because they gave me an offer right away. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to really connect. So I'm happy that I waited and that everything worked out. Yeah. Kind of transitioning into that. Mm-hmm. My final question for you is what advice would you give to graduating Illini considering LER? And that could be about coming to the program. Mm-hmm. That could be about recruitment. That could be anything about LER. I tell every single undergrad I know about this program (laughs) as you should as you should I try to convince all my roommates who are like just finishing undergrad I'm like well you should just apply you never know like (laughs) um 
I just, I like would recommend this program to anyone who doesn't know what they want to do. Mm. Um, I mean, like obviously look into it, like if it's your jam, like that type of thing. But like when I meet people and they're like, yeah, I'm in this major, but I like don't really like it. And I don't really know what I want to do. I always throw it out there. Like yeah. give it a shot, give it a shot. Just look at, like, look into it, read about it, see if it's something that's like interesting and just because it is such it just gives you such a foundation for life like even if hr isn't necessarily what you want to do like you learn about so many different parts of the business i feel like in this yeah. program even though we're still focusing on the people like it is like business related mm -hmm. so there are so many different avenues you can go down through yeah. this program and i think that's kind of like hard to see big picture wise but I think about my mom tells me all the time how like my mom's an engineer at um, an electrical company mm -hmm. and she talks about how like sometimes like business leaders come from like different roles. So like engineers like become managers and like obviously they never I mean it's like on the career path but it's like they never learned how to be a manager yeah. but then they are and like there are just so many different routes within a company that you can take. Like you can make those lateral moves at points if you'd like, you want to try something new, but like this will give you the foundation to start. Also, it's like, I don't know. I just love HR, so I don't get why other people <laughs> wouldn't. So I'm like, just look into it. Like you'll love it. And like, I mean, like we have a great starting salary after we graduate and great companies to work for, like mm -hmm. with great benefits and I just like can't recommend it enough like and I'm just so so thankful that I'm here yeah yeah and that like I'm getting this experience and like acquiring this network nice yeah I definitely to further your point I think a lot of people don't know what HR actually entails so like if you don't know what you want to do with your life there's a lot of routes you could take just within HR exactly there's compensation benefits recruitment Mm -hmm. slash talent acquisition there's diversity and equity inclusion there's so many routes that people can take just with this program yeah i do like understand why hr is such like a niche kind of thing mm -hmm. in itself but just like understanding that it's so vast and i think that tv shows unfortunately don't give us the best rep mm -hmm. just because I like the fact is, is that like when we graduate from this program, like we won't be Toby from the office. Like <laughs> those are like mm -hmm. two, mm -hmm. two different HR like paths. And just knowing that like we like have the potential to be a CHRO in a company is just like crazy. And I think that's something that people like miss when they think about HR that like we do have a seat at the like um, C-suite and mm -hmm. like, we make those, we help make those business decisions and yeah. like, thank God companies are starting to like take our opinions more and like more seriously. But yeah, that we have that impact and it's like, it can be a lot more business focused if you want it to be, mm -hmm. if like you don't want to deal with like conflict resolution or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That just makes me think of Toby in that one episode, but. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Of course. To wrap it all up, you heard from two more double Illini LER students about their journey leading up to LER. 
I hope that by listening to all of these student interviews, you can learn from or resonate with their stories. I think the common theme here is you don't have to have it all figured out and there's no single path that you need to take to get into HR. And that really is shown through the variety of backgrounds of the students here. Rest assured your experience here with the faculty and staff supporting you and guiding you will get you where you need to go and to help you figure that out right here in LAR. If you'd like to learn more about LAR, make sure to check out our website at lar.illinois.edu. If you want to hear more from the student perspective, click on the Perspective Students tab to see our SRB ambassadors and their contact information. That's all I have for this episode. Again, I'm CJ Kaplar, and thank you so much for listening, and stay tuned for more of Listen and Learn, the LER podcast.